All right. You've been patient, you've been kind, and you've been super generous. Lots of notes in over the last years. We took some time off the air, but welcome back to Mindset Radio. So a lot of things changed, a lot of things moving forward. As we begin to settle up for the new relaunch and bring in a spectacular co-host, my dear friend, Mike Brown, to join me uh, as we dissect the art and science of results. Now, Leading up to that, Mike and I have been running the 2022 Built by Brute Force Challenge, and we've brought some amazing people to the table with spectacular interviews, sharing their wisdom and their insights on how to improve performance, how to deal with a variety of aspects, and really setting yourself up for a spectacular 2022. So we're going to be sharing those interviews here out on Mindset Radio, uh, all those bonus episodes as we start to lay the groundwork, get back on the air, get back on track, and get back moving. So thanks for hanging in there. Or if you're listening new, make sure you download, subscribe, stick around because the new episodes will be airing soon. Good morning, Jan. There we are. Rock and rolling. All right. Perfect. What's going on, Brew Crew? So here's the magic. We are starting week four, right? Week three closed out yesterday. Great job this week. Now I'm just, I'm loving seeing like the energy around the challenge and uh, hey, does this, are we halfway through? Are we going to finish this? Is there more? I love it, right? I love what's what's going on. And so thanks everybody for uh, just keeping cranking. So truly enjoying it. All right, so our, uh, our kind of process through this challenge, right? We're doing a bunch of great interviews, bringing you some amazing people with just some real wisdom and depth uh, to help you kind of navigate some of the things that are going on. Uh, today, my guest, Chris Van Thiel, he is our kind of in-house resident, uh, adopted, whatever we want to call him, right? Uh, physical therapist, right? Doctor of physical therapy. I've worked with Chris personally multiple times, uh, shoulder stuff, back stuff, hip stuff. Chris is just kind of like a a wizard in ways, uh, truly. And that's not, that's not just trying to like blow smoke up his butt, like legitimately, uh, one of the most practical, one of the most realistic, one of the most fundamentally sound physical therapists I've ever worked with. So I'm stoked that we get to have them on the team and have access to them and that you get to have access to them. Uh, I know Chris has posted some lives in the group before he's been out there talking he's commented on a few things. Let's just, be clear about it. Chris is an incredible resource for you and he's here and he's available and he is incredible. So Chris, thanks for taking some time out of Thursday or Sunday morning and you know, Thursday, whatever it's Sunday morning, <laughs> it's Sunday morning brain. Right. Uh, yeah. So I appreciate you taking the time today and, and coming on and hanging out with me for a little bit. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Um, first I want to say I'm so proud of everybody who's doing this challenge. Um, I know you brought up even when we were off camera that is this the second half of the challenge or whatever? No, all that's, the, is, all that's left is the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Like the stuff that I've seen in this group of people posting struggles, people overcoming things, like these are all tools that they get to use for everything in life now, not just these next six weeks. So yeah. that's amazing. Um, and I'm super happy to be a part of it and a resource for people. A couple people have reached out already. I know you and I have worked together and I wouldn't be part of this. And I, if I didn't believe truly in what you were doing, what your mentality about the whole thing is and what your process is in optimizing everyone who joins this Facebook group or buys a brute force bag or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and so it's, that's huge. And that's the only reason I'm here. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Mike and I's position was, you know, when we came, when we came into the company, 
the kind of ground rule was one person at a time, right? Yeah. Either either bring them in or bring them back one person at a time. And I have, I mean, I can't tell you how many Facebook messages and, you know, Instagram messages and everything else. It's like, and, and resetting the email and, <coughs> excuse me, um, right? And going through these things, like the communication, it's like, how do we bring people back to the community, you know, one person at a time? Yeah. And, you know, it's been awesome. I will say, like, the this crew that's come into the Facebook group kind of since the challenge has begun, it's been interesting because I watch them when they come in. And we yeah. have had, I, I mean, I would say probably addition and an add of another 150 people or so that have all been invited by people in the group or in the challenge. Uh, so it's just awesome, right? I'm stoked. I love seeing that. I love seeing the, the community grow and people posting for the first time, you know, people have been doing yeah. the challenge and now they're kind of getting some brave bravery behind them and they're stepping out and sharing. That's incredible. You know, and I think that was one of the, one of the things Mike and I wanted to make sure we created was actually a safe space for people to come do something, learn, grow, you know, because there were a lot of, I mean, there was a flood of questions like, do I have to post? Do I have to share? Do I, cause people don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and we totally respect that, right? That's, that is such an important and integral part of growth is, you know, respecting each other's boundaries and expecting, you know, where people are. And so that's just the way we created, man. So I'm, I'm, yeah, it's been really cool to uh, yeah. get to watch and see and play with and participate and engage with. So, um, all right, let's get into some conversations this morning. Now I cool. reached out and asked you and said, Hey man, you know, Sunday set up emails, trying to provide mm -hmm. some wisdom and knowledge and like, you know, tangibles, what can people do? Um, yeah. So I kind of want to go through a couple of these things, but then ultimately, you know, kind of in this, you know, in these kind of three, so the email went out, three tenants to stay optimized, right? So this, we're mm -hmm. moving into week four, hopefully kind of the soreness is broken a little bit. We're getting in rhythm. However, we know, you know, when you, when you step up and you're doing five workouts a week, when you're doing these things, you know, there are, especially if we haven't been doing it consistently, right? Injury starts showing up or mm -hmm. not even necessarily injury, nuanced stuff, nuisance things, yep. right? So um, I kind of want to talk through the tenants that you shared because I think they're incredibly important. And then maybe when we get into some like action items and then of course, yeah, you know, sure. anybody that comes on and listens, you can, at any point you have a question, you'll have to wait till the end. If something strikes you, ask it, but we'll have some Q&A time at the end as well. No, with Chris. Cool. So let's hop into this, man. So talk to me yeah. about three tenants. Yeah. So it's so easy to find what is the number one exercise that's going to make you look better in a bathing suit, or that's going to solve your shoulder pain forever, or maybe it's a little machine, or maybe it's a, some special foam roller that comes in a new color that everyone's all excited about. Right. Um, there's always something new that's the best Being thing. Thrown at you, you, right. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you have these influencers and re um, reality TV stars that are on there be like, oh, this is how I got my body that made me famous. It's like, mm, probably not. But this is where you're getting your money. So you no, stay you paid a million dollars a year to the person yeah. trainer who showed up to your house at 6 a.m., drug your ass out of bed, worked you till you died. Then you yeah. ate food that was right. made by your, you know, in-house nutritionist that was served mm -hmm. to you then, you know, in the sauna, then you went back to another. No, that's how you really did it. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So the. The biggest thing is, um, and this is very, I think, second nature for 
some of you that have been in the military, like everything's processes. Um, so what is your process when it comes to being healthy, staying healthy, having setbacks, whether it be physical or mental or anything like that? So these tenants are just different ways to look at pain, soreness, injury mm-hmm. that give you sol- the basis for finding solutions. Um, so many people say, don't come to me with problems, come to me with solutions. And yeah. you are your number one resource for what are your solutions and how are you approaching everything? Mm. Um, like we talked about, there's so many new people in this group that are doing maybe exercise for the first time, maybe exercise five days a week for the first time, yeah. maybe picking up something heavier than a gallon of milk for the first time, whatever it totally. is. Uh, everybody is having these ceilings and they're supposed to cr- like break these ceilings and get through them and do new things. So everybody essentially is at the exact same level of pushing yourself, doing something new. Yep. And like you said, if you're doing new things, new problems are going to arise. Yeah. And so the first tenet is don't panic. Hmm. Um, so many people, they start a new challenge and they start a new challenge every year for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And everything is, oh, I get three weeks in, I get four weeks in then my old back pain comes back right. and it's the same problem every single year. Oh, it's just what happens. And then they go back into their same mental habits, their same nutritional habits. And you've already had guests on here talk about those things. So we're not yeah. going to get into that. That's a yeah, yeah. whole other world. No, no, absolutely. But, videos on that. But it's all part of the process. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, keep going. For sure. So number one is don't panic. Take a second, check in with yourself. Everyone has so many skills and tools available to them with the mindset work that you've done with them and taking the, those same tools that they use with for workouts mm-hmm. and exercise and apply that to pain and injury. Mm-hmm. So say, okay, what happened? Was it something traumatic where I was hit by a car? No, it wasn't. Okay, good. Then I probably am able to move. Is it something you felt a pop? Well, most pops are just air leaving joints. I know you and I have talked a lot about this. Yeah. It's, yeah, because I not something to pop constantly, right? That's right. But it's not something to worry about. It's not something snapping all the time. Yeah, let me let me jump in here for a second because there's this like burning question, right? That is just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. since you've started talking, it's like, yeah, it's a good question. So, I mean, okay. So in this mode of don't panic, because I think this is a good place for mm-hmm. it to fit. How do I assess, like in, in personal assessment, the difference between because this is where we're kind of going, but I want to get this point because yeah. I think this is a good, a, a, this is a relative question to me. I don't care about your sure. in the group. Okay, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> right, I'm exactly. Here for you. This is just this is just a personal <laughs> consultation. I'm letting every see. I'm not, I know how to play this game, man. I'm not an idiot, right? That's but, right, influencer. <laughs> right, totally. So, <laughs> how do I recognize the difference between you know soreness, pain, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of the unpacking and the things that are going to come with movement and workout and, and, and starting to put my body in action. Right. And injury. Right. I mean, okay. So maybe let's, cause this is where panic I think ensues for most people. Right. It is like, Oh, I woke up this morning. It's like, am I in, you know, whenever my shoulder tweaks, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, now I got to spend another freaking thousand bucks with Chris to fix this thing again. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It's like, you know, so when, when, but, but there are onsets of some of those things. And I, I wake up in the morning sometimes and I'm like, I have that moment of like, wait a minute, am I just sore or, or am I hurt? And yeah. like, that's, that's hard to, that's hard to self-diagnose sometimes. And then I think that's where we start to then panic and come into play. So 
I, I want to, can we explore that a little bit? Can we? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. I think the number one thing is, like you said, taking a moment. And like you said, first thing in the morning, you're moving your mic. Am I hurt? Am I just sore? That's one, that's the first step people don't do. They wake up, they get going. They're like, oh my, I can't move my shoulder today. And so they immediately start making compensations and they're like, oh, I had a shoulder injury in the past. And they take the memories of an injury they used to have mm. and they have allowed that to create an emotional pathway in their brain. And so they think everything that happens with their shoulder is related to the shoulder injury that they picked up when they were playing football or swimming or in the military or yeah, exactly. I have no Keep idea what around. you're talking about, man. Yeah. No clue whatsoever. <laughs> so I think having that second or five seconds, whatever it is, and checking in with yourself to say, okay, did I do something hard yesterday or new yesterday or a little bit different yesterday? And if the answer is yes, you're probably just sore. If you didn't feel something really go wrong in the moment, mm -hmm. the next day, it's an inflammatory response from the body. That's what delayed pain is if there's no traumatic event. Now, if there is something traumatic to happen, say you're doing burden carries and you step off the curb and you roll your ankle, sure. that's something very different. Sure. But if there's this, oh, I don't know why I woke up with this, like I think my back is blown out. It's no, like your back is not blown out. You're having an inflammatory response, which is the body's response to the hard work that you put it through on purpose because you were trying to do hard work. So the difference between pain and injury, pain is just a processing of the brain saying, hey, there is stress to this area. There was stress to this area. And as a protective mechanism, it makes you feel pain. So you don't do it again. So yeah. you avoid it. Because once upon a time, if you were hurt and you had to run from something and you couldn't, you were dead. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily for most of us now that is not the case mm -hmm. um there's obviously certain circumstances where that is still the case for certain people um but for most people your your brain doesn't know that your brain doesn't say oh i wake up on the couch and my back is sore because i slept awkwardly on the couch because i fell asleep on top of six beers and video games <laughs> right. like your your brain doesn't understand okay yeah. like that's what it is so it just says oh i've got this kink in my back that I have every day, every three weeks when I start working out because I'm tired, but you fell asleep that way because you were exhausted from working out. Mm -hmm. So checking in with yourself to say, is it something that I earned? Because that's a lot of times what pain is. It's earned soreness. Mm. Or is it something like that, that traumatic happened and you are having trouble? The other thing is patterns. Like what is the pattern with this thing? I know I have a lot of people who say, oh, I did this one thing and it was just a stabbing pain. Okay. Has it happened again? Well, no, but I'm worried about it. Okay. So you've done the exact same motion, but it hasn't happened again. Right. So structurally, let's think about this. If you couldn't do something one time and say a muscle was completely torn, which is your fear, which I understand completely, yeah. but you tried the same thing again and the same response didn't happen. It's not the same. It's likely not structural. It's not that. Yeah. So having those moments where, okay, am I being emotional about this or am I being rational about this? And that's hard for people. And that's why 
most of the time, like when I see you walking around the gym or whatever it is, and you're like, Hey, I've got this one thing. We can solve the problem just talking about it. Right. And it doesn't always take a full plan of care. It's just, Hey, like sometimes you need someone else to help you. Yeah. Sometimes check I just need you. to validate, be like, Hey man, cause I do. I mean, right. There's a lot of mileage on this kid and, and there's been, and there, and it, and you know what, now you're saying that, right. I mean, what it, what that, what that two minute conversation does between you and I, it helps me detach from kind of the emotional connectedness to, you know, the levels of severe pain experienced at point of injury, you know, now anywhere from, you know, 20 yeah. to 35 years ago. Right. Um, yeah. However, cause then I get concerned and, you know, and where, where things start to trickle in, it's like, man, am I going to be able to do my workout? If I'm not going to be able to do my workout, then am I going to be able to, you know, compete, complete this challenge or do this thing or do that thing. Right. And it just snowballs in when sometimes it's like, okay, man, just, just, just settle for a second. Pause and that's, down. and that's the key, right? Is that yeah. fear of loss. Mm -hmm. like everybody's fear is that the pain they have is going to take away either some of their independence or some of the hard work they've put in yeah. or they're going to lose something. Mm. And that's where pain gets worse. If you're in a bad mental state, pain gets worse. If you don't sleep well, pain gets worse. If you're stressed about something completely different, you're going to find where's your weak spot. And if it happens to be a shoulder and you've got an emotional attachment to there, you could be stressed about work and your shoulder is going to hurt worse. Even though there's no reason behind that Yeah. Like from a physical aspect, it's just, that's how our bodies work. Yeah. And so there's a thousand different reasons for pain other than injury. Mm. Injury is something that comes, okay, you tried to lift way too much and your bicep snapped and you saw it snap. Like right. that's an injury. Right. That's yes. That's an, it's clearly an injury. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, when you're working out, the whole goal of working out is to create micro tears in your muscles so that mm -hmm. they can rebuild and get stronger, which yep. is a metaphor for how Human should work. Yep. You have to break yourself down a little bit so you can build stronger in mm -hmm. mental, nutrition, physical, everything. everything. That's how it works. Yep. Muscles are no different. So you're trying to elicit little injuries to your muscles so that they can increase their capacity and be better in the long run. Um, so not seeing every time you do too much as injury, but say, okay, I did too much. And one of the things that Amanda talked about and hers was not shooting all over yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know like, that's a huge thing for you. Um, but in this challenge, it's so easy, especially this three, four week mark when you had people who were feeling fresh, feeling ready, went at it hard. And now say they do another work and they're like, Oh, I should be able to use the heavier sandbag. I should be here at this point in time. Like all of that plays into what they're feeling. And if they had a little bit of a, tweak in their back right now they're saying oh i should be able to move faster but now i can't and everything tanks from there yeah and yeah so when it's been interesting watching you know because we've we've modified all the warm-ups and everything else and even like mm -hmm. the, the the you know cool downs or daily challenges we're doing right more static back more mobility stuff more alignment work and i'm seeing the things come up on facebook like oh you're three weeks in People were like, yeah, I'll warm up my own thing, you know, to begin with everything. And yeah. then they're like, you know, a couple of posts like, hey, my back's really bothering me. Or like, like that's naturally going to happen. You're, mm. you know, what, and if you're, especially if you come into this challenge and you are new to 
Yulu style training, right? More of this instinctual style of fitness, aligning breath work with body with unstable load, mm -hmm. constantly everything shifting. You're working a lot more than you did previously with barbell work or dumbbell work or just kind of static heavyweighted steel stuff. You, you're in a new realm here and yeah. more is going to show up more. You're going to feel soreness in places you never really knew existed. Um, you know, and so you, cause you're, you're working it all in this way. Right. And let's look at the sandbag at what it's meant to be. Yeah. Odd shit. That's yeah. what you guys have always yeah. advertised. It's supposed to be moving around. It's not supposed to be just a yep. stable weight, yep. which means that even people who have done a lot of barbell work have been in the gym are doing a lot of calisthenics, things like that. This is a different type of weight. It requires more stability out of the core, out of your yep. smaller shoulder muscles. Yep. And so if you're so used to being able to muscle through things because you have a nice stable bar that you can push, mm -hmm. this isn't going to work. And this work. is going to <laughs> cause, like you said, soreness. And that's where people get into, oh, I can bench 255 and I can't lift this sandbag for more than 10 yards. I don't get it. Right. Like I should be able to do this. Mm -hmm. and it's like, that's not an injury. That's that's what this challenge is supposed to do. That's what these sandbags are supposed to do. Yeah. That's expected. Mm -hmm. And so finding those variables and helping them rationalize why you feel what you feel is so important for people. Yeah. And that's kind of the number one thing when it comes to what are you feeling? Okay. Can you find a reason that you feel that way other than, oh, it always happens. Because right. if you're someone who has been doing sandbag workouts for 15 years, whatever it is, 10 years. And this challenge is easy for you, but you're saying, Oh, well, I always get knee pain when I do the burden carry. Um, but I can push through it and it's awesome. Like, yes, there's a victory in that, yeah. but also use this challenge to figure out how you can do the same thing without knee pain. Yeah. Like that's a completely different aspect of the challenge is yeah. Can you do an entire challenge without crushing yourself to where you can't flare like your knee arthritis up because there's ways to do it without having your knee flare up or your shoulder flare up. So use this challenge to find ways to do that. And you will be the most successful one out of this entire challenge yeah, because I mean, you will be able to move forward. Dude, totally. I mean, part of the process here is not just achievement, right? If there's not like, unfortunately, I think a lot of us just get focused on that, you know, here to there point of achievement. Right. And yeah. And what the way we've tried to approach this is not only do we have an achievement, but, you know, laying out the model of consistency, right? Laying out the model of um, continuation in ways. And, and then these are all the things we have to pay attention to because, you know, you're not going to get to the end of six weeks and then step off the gas and be like, cool, I did it. I did six weeks. Fantastic. Now I can go back to eating, you know, whatever I want and, you know, throw that sandbag in the trash and never have to do that thing again. That ain't the way it's yeah. going to work. And so, you know, part of listening to your body, right? The mindfulness aspect, mm -hmm. part of bringing yourself together, part of checking in with yourself physically, mentally, emotionally all the time is to go, you know, where am I today? You know, okay, I earned that soreness, you know, no, I didn't have anything happen during the workout. So, you know, I loved what you said earlier that would you say delayed pain is a uh, inflammatory response, right? Okay. Yep. So I have an area of my body that's a little bit more inflamed, you know, that got a little bit more attention, right? Because of yeah. the movement or whatever it might be. Now let me care for that particular exactly. item, right? But at the end of the day, first tenant, don't panic. Don't, yeah. 
Don't make it worse than it is. Yeah, and I think that plays beautifully into the second tenet, which is exactly. movement is medicine. Yeah, movement um, is medicine. Like you said, maybe you earned something, you know, like, okay, my left shoulder got a little more work during the workout, and so it's a little bit sore. So what do you do for it? Do you ignore it and you say, okay, well, I'm just going to do a different workout today. I'm just going to go for a run. So I don't right. let me not do, let all. me not give any attention to this because I don't want to make it right. worse. Let me do something else. Is generally yeah. the train of thought. Not for me. For everybody else. <laughs> no, of course not. not. Of course not. This not. Guy. Yeah. Right. Right. No. Never. Never. We've we've worked way too. We've worked past that. Wait. Yeah. Um, way past that. <laughs> um, but going movement is medicine, and that without getting too deep into it, your inflammatory response is normal. Like you should not be throwing ice on something, stabilizing something, immobilizing something right away because it hurts or it's sore or trying not to lift your arm. We've all been there where you've done something hard. You have to go like in high school, when you're doing high school sports, maybe like you had to go back to practice, even though you had a killer practice the day before. And you're like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I'm too tired. And then you get going and everything feels better magically. You're like, Oh, I just need to warm up. That's how the body works. You're inflammatory response is what happens when you have micro tears, when you have stress to an area, your body sends fluid to the area with nutrients that it needs to heal. And by throwing ice on it and keeping it still, you limit blood flow to the area and closing down some of the blood vessels with the ice. And without moving, you're not creating a natural pump that pumps in good nutrients, but also you don't pump out all the junk that's in there. So just getting something moving is going to pump in good stuff, pump out bad stuff, and just generally lubricate the area so that some of that soreness moves out. You can really f- see how you're feeling. Now, if you get things moving and it's getting worse, okay, yeah. that's an injury. That's time to take a different well, step. I think this is a good spot for like, sorry to interrupt you, right? But this is where like where bands come in or where, um, you know, the crossover symmetry stuff comes mm-hmm. into play, which we're going to be trying to get out here shortly as well because it's such valuable yeah. things, right? For Leveraging, sure. you know, like, and that's what I've tried to start doing. Like the two things that I do, you know, when my shoulder starts to trigger a little bit is I got my, you know, my neck thing. Uh, I mm-hmm. get static back. I get back because, you know, it's all that, all this garbage from yours, yeah. this and helmets and, you know, all the garbage, right? But I, I give that, that care and attention and then I get right to the, the core exercises you've given me over time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, the minute my shoulder starts to get sore, I instantly go to work. You know, I start, you know, working all that muscle group back. Like you taught me, you know, doing all the things re, you know, giving it attention, not, not like going straight at it, but giving it, you know, the attention that it needs. Right. For sure. And I mean, tendons, they respond to load. They, mm-hmm. That's, that's how blood gets to an area is when you're moving it, when you put load through it and it's, it doesn't always have to be a maximal exercise or an eight out of 10 toughness. Sometimes it's just, okay, I did a big shoulder workout today. Today I'm going to do a big leg workout, but I'm going to do just a little bit of shoulder stuff just so that the areas that are stressed from yesterday, get some blood in there, get some nutrients in there. Mm -hmm. They get what they need to heal up. So when I'm ready to come back, they're a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, If you, yeah. I mean, I've so, noticed that like I'll do like if my back or shoulder or whatever else is sore from a day, you know, from one day, even kind of my mm-hmm. warm up before I start, like I'll even take the bag and do like 
really focused, deliberate rows, yeah. like, you know, and, and concentrate on engaging each point along the way. Just do five yep. or 10 of them, right? That are just super, you know, really focused effort work uh, just to get the blood flowing back in there. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be yeah. a lot. It can just be a little bit. It can just mm -hmm. be one set of about 50 to 60% of what you normally do. Mm -hmm. And just to get some motion there. That's when I know people are trying to work out every day right now. There should no, there should never be off days. You should have something you can do every single day. Now, every day doesn't have to be a max day. Right. Every day doesn't have to be hard, but every day should be something. Mm -hmm. And whether that looks like, okay, I'm just going to do my breathing while I do one little shoulder exercise, you accomplish that for the day and you're done. Perfect. Because yep. your shoulder is going to be better off. Your mentality is going to be better off. And you are doing exactly what your body needs to heal and sustain you for these next three weeks and the rest of your life, which is what you're actually training for. Yeah, which is what you're actually training for. Yeah, and it's been interesting to watch kind of like as we've gone through the wads, right? Now we're now we're kind of in week three. We're introducing things like drop the clock, drop the number of rounds, you know, your option, yeah. right? Instead of like always, always hit, oh, I, you know, many rounds as possible. I got in 400, I got in 500 rounds, whatever, yeah. right? You know, people like, like having that objective. It's like, hey, set that stuff aside, do as many rounds as you choose, but do them slow and distinct. Like do them, mm -hmm. you know, really concentrating on, points of engagement on maintaining the core on stability factors, right? It's like, you know, cause we're all learning to, I, I feel like workouts are playtime, right? They're, yeah. they're experiments. Yeah. They're, they're a chance to kind of get in and discover something new. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and so if I don't, you know, and, and, and I, and I try not to let my, my, where I am like, Oh, I want to slow it down today. Guide that. I, I tried to make a different choice around, oh, today, you know, I feel really good. I feel like I could totally blow this workout out. However, I'm going to take that energy and point it in a different direction and, and work on some of that, you know, connective tissue or work on some things. So it's a different mental switch. And I'm not giving yeah. into my voice in my head that's like, hey, Jeff, slow it down today. Those are generally the days I try to step on the gas and go. And then the other days that I feel really good are actually the days that I want to slow down because I'm trying to re-regulate my brain to attach differently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having that flexibility within a workout is huge yeah. as well, because if you, I mean, goals are super important and having objectives totally. are super, super important, but I think more importantly is being able to change them in a positive way when you need to change them. If you start working out and you're, lethargic and you're just really spent and you had a big day at work and you just had to get your work done at the end of the day, you're more likely to pick up an injury. You're more likely to get more sore. You're going to get mentally down on yourself because you feel like you gave a half-assed effort when maybe that's all you could do that day. Yeah. So check if you start your workout and you just need to say, Hey, look, like I wanted to PR my back squat today, but I'm not feeling it. And you have good, re like you're feeling tired and hungry and all that stuff like okay not today don't do it today what's the point you're not competing tomorrow or the mm -hmm. next day you're training for your overall wellness and if you blow yourself out today and you're down for three weeks because you're so sore because you pushed yourself or you put yourself in a bad environment what's at what cost did you just try to achieve your goal that day 
Now, yeah. if you go in and you're feeling tired, but you wake up and you start going, you're like, oh, I was only going to do four rounds, but I think I can squeeze out another round. Like, good, push, do it. Change however you need to change based on what you're feeling that day, and your body will react accordingly. Yeah. Like, you're never going to be in a position where you feel so good, and the next day you're like, oh, like I had no signs of this that I feel really bad, and now I'm sore. Like, there's, a, there's always signs. There's yeah. always something that's telling you okay my shoulder's getting a little bit worse but i want to do that last set but maybe i shouldn't okay well listen to your shoulder do something different so you're still achieving something yeah but know that okay your capacity for your shoulder was four rounds yeah so, so let's now, talk about yeah let's dig in on that for a minute right because yeah. i think this is a, a a good point of knowledge to have so i'm you know i'm cranking and going through my workout cranking on the rounds I can start to kind of feel taxing, whether it's in my back or maybe my hips or, you know, maybe it's a knee thing, maybe it's a shoulder thing. So, you know, one of the primary areas is starting to feel a little more stressed, right? Yeah. What is the, like, where, if I came to you and said, hey, Chris, you know, I'm really starting to feel like by round three, you know, my shoulders are like triggering. I'm just going to use that as an mm-hmm. example, right? Starting to get yeah. a little, starting to get worn down, but, but I really need to, I really want, I really want to get through five rounds. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yep. how do I navigate that three to three, you know, that third, fourth and fifth round or that, you know, fourth and fifth round without maybe stopping or like, what can I do? Right. How can I, how yeah. can I change the dynamic there? Yeah. I think, or, or do, when do I need part to of listen that is- to, you know, do I push through, do I drive through? When do I need to pay attention? Like what, what's the, yeah. Yeah. I think what needs to be figured out there is why do you want to get to round five? Is it because there's, it's a series, does it get circle workout and yeah. you can do everything else and yeah. everything else Let's can go say, five every, rounds. Everything else feels good. Can't. Yeah. Everything else feels good. I'm cranking. Yeah. You know, my body's like, Oh no, you got like, like 98% of me is like, you're good. Keep going. Yeah. There's 2% of me right here going, Hey dude, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hurt a little bit here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, Hey, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I can do those ground overheads. You know what I mean? Like, like what, Yeah. how can I begin to then in, in moment, like what, what are the things I can mm-hmm. do that allow me to keep my momentum without then maybe leading to an injury or maybe over pushing myself? Yeah. So that's all about, again, going back to process, having, a solution before you get to the problem. Hmm. So if you know that, okay, and round three, everything's good, but you just can't get overhead without that shoulder flaring up and it's starting to feel like a pinch and it's getting a little bit worse. Okay. At round three, you do a little bit lighter weight. Can you do the same motion with less load and have no problem through five rounds? Okay, good. That happens to be your capacity of your shoulder. And that's where you start working like that. When that pain starts, that's where your rehab and your increasing capacity begins as well, because that gives you a chance to say, okay, this is where things are going wrong. What can I change? Maybe instead of doing 10 reps for the overhead press, I can do five rounds if I only do seven reps. Okay, good. Now I'm still getting my five rounds and I've had to change this one thing and it's stressful and it's hard, but I'm not getting that same pain. Okay, good. That's where you start. And then next week, you try eight reps and the week after that you do nine reps and maybe after a while you can do 
10 reps all three rounds, and now it's just rounds four and five. So it's changing your mentality to say, okay, I can change the weight a little bit, and it's still hard. That's what you want. You want a hard workout, but mm-hmm. you don't want to increase your pain to where you can't lift your arm the next day, right. and you can't do your workout the next day. That's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, no. So no, no one workout is going to make the difference, right? No. Having that solution of, okay, either I'm going to drop weight or I'm going to drop reps mm-hmm. at this certain point. It's not for the entire workout. It's you're going to hit your capacity and then you're going to decrease your demand so you can get a little bit further each time. Yeah, I like that. I mean, because then it's, you know, because then I have options, right? If I can, mm-hmm. if I can change the weight in my bag pretty quickly, right? Or go to another bag or, you know, say I've got a, you know, yeah. a smaller bag next to me or whatever else. And even if I just switch for those particular movements, and then go back to my bag for the rest of them or, you know, however I begin to modify that. So one option, one quick rapid option is, right, drop weight, continue motion. So I'm still continuing the exercise area, but I'm I'm giving a acknowledgement to the, the capacity I've hit here. Or yep. like you said, maybe I can do the same weight, but instead of, you know, 10 rounds, maybe I'm only getting six because, you know, by seven, it's it's starting to trigger. And then and then I'm starting to compensate and do all the other things that aren't healthy for my system as well, right? So, so you know, paying attention to those points, I think, are huge, right? Because that's a – but but having that plan ahead of time, you know, mm-hmm. and I actually do. It's why I have two separate bags near me when I work out because I know if that starts to trigger and fire that day, because um, it really can kind of at any moment in time do that, yeah. I have a quick – I have a quick, I don't, I don't consider, I don't think about it anymore. It's already done. Yeah. 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 And you don't have to have these milestones. Of, okay. At round three, I switch. Maybe yeah. you just no. say, okay, today no. I'm going to start my rounds. I'm and when, go, it gets, when I start to go. feel this, I'm just going to grab the other bag. I'm just going to yep. go into it, whether it be three reps in, five reps in, a hundred reps in, whatever it yep. is, whatever it is, just make it part of a fluid change. Mm-hmm. And that's going to decrease the stress of making that decision of, oh, what do I do? It's going to decrease the mental capacity it takes to say, oh, I'm using less weight. Mm-hmm. And you're, cause you're not going to have time to think about it. You say, oh, yeah. like I can't get this one overhead anymore. Grabbing my next one. Like, cause I'm still going to get these reps in. I'm still going to, but I, mm-hmm. cause I want to do the motion, but I'm going to make it so I can be successful. Yeah. That is and you taking care to... of yourself. That is you having your own back. That is you mm-hmm. being disciplined enough to continue through and do what you need to do. Stay in the fight, stay in the exercise, yeah. work the problem, right? That is, yeah. that's what, that's what I think people get caught in that trap of, Oh, well I had to drop weight. I don't care. You stayed in it. Right. I mean, part of this process is how do I make rapid, fast, quick adjustments and, yeah. and stay in action. Right. And, and mod as I go. And those are all things that you can pre-plan that you can look at and be like, Hey, this week, week four, I've really pushed myself through the first three weeks. I'm, I know my body's feeling taxed. You know, maybe, maybe this entire week is kind of like a, a recovery week, right? So I can rock the last yeah. two. So I'm going to take each workout this week on to modify some weights. Or I'm going to be more disciplined. Or I'm going to modify times. Like, like week four is a cool week to play. And this yeah. is why I wanted to bring you on today. Week four is a very cool week to play in where I am physically in my body now Give yeah. it what it needs to, you know, use this to bring the tempo down. Maybe if I'm there, you know, not just, and even if mm-hmm. I'm feeling really good, right. Maybe this week I just get hyper disciplined into, you know, specific movement or whatever else. Like week four is actually a cool week and a six week challenge. Absolutely. I mean, it's, 
you're out of the honeymoon phase. You're out of this. Mm -hmm. Everything is brand new. The motions are yep. brand new. Yep. And then you kind of got the hang of them into like, now you are a seasoned sandbag challenge athlete, right? Like On it. you've, you've, you've done it before. You're just moving forward and it's okay. How do I really make the most out of the last bit of this challenge before you make your own challenges moving forward? Right. And so we'll are you writing down or planning it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The year of challenges. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Check well, that I think, one. I mentioned the next challenge. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I think that, but, but also that whole kind of idea then leads us to, you know, the third tenet, right? Ask yeah. for real help. Yeah. Real help. So talk to me about this a little bit. What you mean by yeah, real help? Cause this is important. It sure is. Um, you'd be, probably not surprised, but anytime I walk around and I hear someone say, Oh, I've got shoulder pain. And I hear their friends say, Oh, well, I just took fish oil pills and my shoulder pain went away or, Oh, I used the foam roller or, you know what? I just, I have to deal with it and I just can't do certain workouts or I just can't, like, I, I don't even try them anymore because it just got worse and I don't want to stop coming to the gym, but I just don't do anything overhead anymore. That's, that's not real help. That's, asking for help from someone who did not get real help. So I think, especially with social media nowadays, with how accessible people are, um, myself included, there's good ways to find good resources for anything you want. And there's a lot of information out there and a lot of it's good information used poorly and yeah. a lot of it, and there's bad information out there, sure. but asking for someone to say, Hey, what is the next step? Because going back to pain versus injury, say you have an absolute pain that gets worse as you're working out and you did have some sort of trauma to it that you never really paid attention to because you were in denial that it was going to stop you from doing what you wanted to do. Never. And yeah, I'm not exist. telling stories here. I don't don't know worry. What you're talking about um, whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I confirm or deny that was ever our conversation. Yeah. Right. Uh, HIPAA <laughs> wouldn't let me talk about that. Um, but, but say it's, it's patterned. It's coming back. It's, yeah. It gets worse as you do things. Okay. Ask someone who knows what they're talking about and how to fix it because there's always a solution. There's never a problem that does not have a solution. And not every solution is stop doing it. Not every solution is you need surgery. Not every, and if those are the only options people give you, talk to someone else because it's not to say you ask around till you find the answer that you want yep. because that's not the case either. The answer is going to be you need to put work in one way or another. Either you have surgery and you have to recover or you have to do all the rehab work and you don't get to do the sexy exercises that everyone's posting on Instagram or posting on the Facebook group and you're feeling a little bit behind. You may not get to do those things, but you have to take care of yourself and do the smaller exercises that you never thought of that are actually cha more challenging than you thought. Um, but asking for a rehab professional or someone who knows what the next steps are and yeah. gives you options. Mm -hmm. It should never be a, this is the one thing that you need to do. That's going to solve all these problems. Yeah. But, and the people who have reached out to me in the group know that it's not, they come to me. I'm like, okay, well you have to pay me before I'll give you any of this stuff. Usually it's, Hey, like, what have you tried? Like yeah. try these couple of things. They may help you. And it may be a very small issue, especially if something just popped up yesterday. Yeah. Your body doesn't know what's going on yet. You don't know what's going on yet. You yeah. haven't identified patterns. Yeah. So by asking me, I can say, okay, 
here are some things that it could be. And I'm not trying to scare you by saying you could have torn something. I'm not trying to scare yeah. you by saying that you may have to stop doing things. <clears throat> but you I don't may think have I've to... ever had a scary conversation with you. I don't think there's ever been a point where it's been like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, yeah. I've always appreciated just kind of like your inquiry. You know what I mean? I love that about you. And that's, that's the most important yeah. thing. It's like, I come to you and go, hey, I got this issue. And you just start your inquiry, right? Okay. And we, you know, and then you're like, oh, well, just go, you know, maybe let's focus on this or let's, you know, shift that or, hey, actually, it sounds like maybe you need to, you need to come see me and we need to have a session. Right. And I, and I always yeah. appreciate that about you. Like it's, if I just got a question and you can help guide, you guide. If you, if in your doctor brain go, hmm we may actually need some time with that. Then you go, Hey man, just, you need to book a session. And I'm like, Roger that we'll just book a session or I avoid yeah, that and I, then come back to you three months later and then book. It's worse. Book, and then book 10 sessions. Right? I, yeah. I, I call that good business. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris really likes, Chris really likes me. Cause whenever I see him, he knows he's like, let's see, that'll take Jeff about uh, three more weeks uh -huh. and then we'll have, probably at least five sessions on this one. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think that's, that's important though yeah. of a, if you hadn't taken that time to play with things yourself and see yeah. what you can do and what you yeah. couldn't do and yeah. can little solutions work or can avoiding it work. Yeah. If you hadn't gone through all those in your head, you would never be ready to have help from somebody else. So I think totally. part of asking for help is ask yourself for help first. What can you do that you already know? And once you've gone out of all the things that normally work for you, or maybe you think things have always worked for you, but it keeps coming back, that's not working. Mm -hmm. But you've done what you know you should do. Now it's time to ask somebody other than yourself, what can you do? Yeah. And you kind of work your way up through those levels. Um, and it shouldn't be a, oh, I need a solution in that I'm selling a product that's going to help you before I even know your problems. The reason that you come to me and the first thing I do instead of saying, oh, do this is, oh, tell me 17 other things about it is because everything that's going wrong has a pattern. And until we identify how can we change those patterns, we're not going to solve any problems. Yeah. And that's one thing when someone says, oh, just grab a foam roller and I do this little foam roll thing and it all goes away. Okay. But does it go away right then and you're still avoiding things or does it help you so you can get through your workout because that's your bigger goal for whatever your goals are that month or that day like everything changes and i've never told you stop doing something i've told you hey you can still do things it's going to come with this cost but yeah. what are you willing to pay for what you want to have done well and that, you know that's a i mean i'm just to draw some relevancy to that right that was the the deal with the shoulder right if i if i kind of self-navigated it it was like get the get the ball out, get the roller out, get the stuff, yeah. you know, stretch it out, everything else. And then in the work with you, you're like, oh, what you're doing is continually actually adding to the problem because the problem is, you know, uh, uh, you know, my, my, my shoulder muscle, my back muscles were not strong enough to maintain everything where it needs to maintain. So everything's rolling around and you're getting jacked up. So yes, you may be fixing the problem in the immediate moment because you're getting some yeah. relief. However, comma, <laughs> You're, you're really screwing yourself up for the long haul. And then, and here's how we both get relief and, and correct the issue, right? That's, that's to me, like that point, you know, asking for real help and knowing when to ask for help, 
Okay, mm -hmm. cool. I can I can do certain things that will provide relief, but if it continues to surface over yeah. time, now it's time to actually get some real guidance. You know, hey, I tried this. This guy said that. I found this YouTube video. I tried that. I did this. Now it's time yeah. to get some real guidance. And and I think that's one of the great things about being in this group. I mean, look, you, if you're in this Facebook group, you have access to a highly qualified and amazing therapist. You've got access to the nutritionist. You've got access to multiple trainers who are unreal. You've got access to a physical therapist. You've got access to, you know, weird guys like me that understand your central nervous system at a level you'll never comprehend. And, you know, and then even, even like Mike, like even, you know, step Mike out of the business side on the life coaching. And I mean, Mike's one of the best guys in the world at asking the right question that leads you right where you need to go. He truly is. It's amazing to watch him in that space. Like just the, just the accessibility and wisdom to stuff and being able to pop in yeah. and be like, Hey Chris, cause this is what I, you know, this is what I believe happens here. I can put, I can post something up today on Facebook and be like, Hey Chris, Hey, I'm struggling with this. You'll ask a couple of questions. You'll do a few things. And you know, if there's wisdom or there's a, there's a immediate solution they can try rad. And then if that problem persists, it's going to be, well, maybe you need to book some time with me. Cause that's just the way it's going to go. Cause then it's like, we need to explore this in depth at a level that we can't do it via, you know, comments in a Facebook group. Uh, so, right. And it's, there's not, it's something bad about getting help mm. ever, whether it be with nutrition or mental or physical, there's yep. nothing bad about getting help. It just comes down to how long are you willing to suffer before you get your help? And at what price point <laughs> in your, in what you're doing, are you willing to pay? Because one day if you keep avoiding your shoulder pain and someone gave you a foam roller and you just keep doing things and keep doing things and keep doing things, and you do pick up an injury, well, now you're out for six to eight weeks. You can't do anything at all. And you have more problems than if you invest in yourself a little bit upfront with something. It could be yeah. super simple. I've yeah. seen people and they've walked in my office and I'm not great at business. And I'm like, you know what? It's like, you don't need six sessions. You, know I mean? yeah, you can do like this happened yesterday. It popped up. I don't think it's anything major. Do these three exercises. Text me in two weeks yeah. and see and where you're know. at. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's the, that's, I've always appreciated that about you. It's like, you know, cause I do, there are a lot of people out there like, Oh, go just come see me. And then let's be on this thing forever. It's like, yeah. let's just, let's just deal with what's here and then we'll deal with what comes. Uh, so yeah, always appreciated that about you. Uh, all right. So we're getting close to the top of the hour here. Uh, so let's kind of look at them again. Right. And, and you know, the Sunday setup email. So it's in your inbox. Uh, three tenets of what do you call it of optimization, right? Of being optimized, yeah. right? Of staying optimized because mm -hmm. that's kind of where we're going, right? We, this this challenge to me is more about laying a foundation than about completing something. Mm -hmm. And um, and the patches came in the other day; they're freaking rad looking. Uh, totally stoked about it. Like uh, uh, a few other a few other little goodies came in, a couple other things. So, but three tenets to stay optimized in your inbox. Um, I'll put some things up in the notes as well. Number one, don't panic. We talked about that, right? Don't freak out. Soreness, delayed pain, inflammatory response, you know, go into an area that just maybe needs a little bit of attention or got some attention it hadn't gotten previously. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing to freak out about. Settle in, yeah. pay attention, <clears throat> listen in. It's normal. Normal, totally normal, right? Movement is medicine. You know, don't, don't just immediately go to icing or, you know, go to 
go to whatever the normal thing is. What you say, icing, and you said we're talking about something else. Um, immobilization. Immobilization, right? Keep mm-hmm. low to the area. Do some exercises. You know, modify accordingly. We talked about having a plan, uh, like when you work out. If you know you have, like for me and my shoulder, you know, I've got a second bag, so I can continue to push through. I don't have to stop my workout and be like, "What do I need to do now?" Just kind of okay. keep plugging. Uh, modify yeah. is appropriate, and then <clears throat> and then actually asking for real help, qualified help, help that moves you down the line, not looking for the quick fix it, the 7-Eleven Snickers bar response to it, actually get some real support when you need it. So did I sum those up well enough for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. And I think for people who don't know where to start and they're having trouble with one movement and they're worried that, okay, every time I do overhead, I my shoulder flares up. It's like, can you do one? If you can do one, and that's what I tell my clients, like they're like, oh, I haven't done this in years do one. And I usually trick them into doing it and they do it. And I'm like, look, you just did it. Do one. And that victory is what you build off of because that will tell you so much about what you're capable of mm-hmm. both physically and mentally and let you know that you are not broken. You, your body is designed and built to heal and to be strong and get stronger. And so just take these simple tenants as kind of a guideline for when things start maybe start to go wrong or you're worried they're going to go wrong again. Mm-hmm. And can you do one of what you want to do? And if so, that's where you start. And it's only forward from there. Yeah. Yeah, man. I totally mm-hmm. get that. Let me see what that kind of note popped up. Yeah. Let's see here. Comments. in our chat or in the, it might be in the I, the group crew or the the group of training center group uh, so let me see what it says here uh, see you soon thanks for all, for all the help you've given me i can't see who that is must be in the must be in uh the group force training center facebook group so uh, i don't know if you can see it in your your comments or not i, I see a little chat thing dear chris can you help you i have to him do the work you send up to Chris. Oh, yeah. Just as Facebook user. So yeah. Facebook user, thank you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's like in soon. the system we broadcast on, all it comes up is Facebook <laughs> user. That's why I'm always like kind of doing this to check in. And we, we're broadcasting in a couple different locations. So sometimes it doesn't always come through to my system. So yeah, yeah man. Um, all right. So any other thoughts, final words, wisdom, anything else? Or if anybody's watching or hanging out this morning, you got any more questions for for Chris, you know, feel free to ask, or you can, you know, on, if you watch it on the replay, you can always ask in. I know Chris; he'll be paying attention and mm-hmm. and getting you, you know, supportive answers and and really just Chris is a guy who will give you everything he can uh, to help you along the way. So, any final thoughts as we kind of start to wrap up this morning? No, I think that, um, like I said in the very beginning, this has been amazing and it's an amazing challenge because it's growing and optimizing the whole person. It's not such a small goal of, okay, can you do something for four weeks, six weeks that they can't carry on forward? Um, so I think, I hope everybody is writing down the things that are the most challenging for them in this challenge so far. And until your next challenge comes out, whenever that may be, they're designing their own challenge for the intermittent yeah. so that when they attack the next challenge, they've been having small goals to work on until then and not just kind of letting this go by the wayside, like if the mentality part's hard for the next six weeks after this challenge is over, only do mentality, like with a little yeah. bit of exercise. Yeah. Um, I think there, there's so much to grow on from this. 
there's so much, whether people are just focusing on the sandbag work or just on the nutrition work, mm -hmm. this has so much to offer that everybody should be taking something forward and finding things they're not good at yeah. and setting off their year and the rest of their life in the best way because they now know what they can and should be working on um, and not getting too hard on themselves. Like you said, yeah. there's these ceilings yeah, and there's have fun with it. Yeah. good days and bad days and it should be fun and it should be challenging. Um, and every day, find a victory. Yeah. Every day you've done something that somebody else didn't do or that you didn't do the day before or you didn't do the year before. Yeah. And that alone is going to give people the confidence that they need to do anything and everything they want to do. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it's a day by day thing. It's just a point by point throat, you know, in any, whatever way we're attacking it physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, it's just, and it's, and it's, you know, to me, I, when I crossed the threshold, you know, when I, <laughs> I woke up one day and said, the second half of my life will not be the same as the first. And if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And yeah. literally that's been my gauge every day. And if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Now that doesn't mean like, you know, a workout has to be fun, right? But you, you get what I'm saying. If I'm not enjoying myself, mm -hmm. if I'm not growing, if I'm not expanding, if I'm not pushing myself in certain ways, or I'm just stuck in kind of a point of misery, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting the next, you know, hopefully 40. I want to make it to 92. That's my objective. 92. Um, I don't know why 92 sounds right. No man in my mother's side family has made it past 71. I'd like to make I mean, it that's, an, that's an A in school, right? Hey, man. 92. Right, that's like, it, right? You just, get an A just, life. Just across the threshold. It's like, you know, yeah, just just, just get me into the A, right? I, there you go. My life was an A, right? If I just crossed my want. Well, that's, you know, but that's it. That's somehow, for some reason, that number resonates with me. And on the same turn, you know, I want to be 80 walking around with a guy. People look at me like, dude, that guy's 80? You know, are you kidding me? That That's 80? And yeah. yeah, I mean, and we have all that opportunity in front of us to do it. And it takes more than just one aspect, right? I can't do that just physically. I've got to do that mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I've got to do that nutrition. Yeah. I got to do that in life. I got to do that and take care of myself, paying attention to things. So really appreciate you taking some of your Sunday morning and coming in, hanging out, chatting with us. Um, I Absolutely. know you're highly active in the group and I really appreciate what you do and how you contribute to everybody in this group. It's, it's really a, uh, it's an honor to have you in here and, and offer. Appreciate that. Offer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and hopefully we'll see some more distinct things coming from Chris here in the future. Uh, yeah. We'll work through some stuff. So, Absolutely. all right, brother. Well, uh, thanks everybody who tuned in. Thanks for watching, checking it out. Appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching on the replay, you have any questions for Chris, you can comment in your below. You can also always, you know, if you later in uh, have something that shows up, tag them in a post. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of people now tag me on stuff or whatever else. Like you can tag Chris in a post and be like, hey, this showed up, you know, and get some support and then walk you down the line and see if you need some help or support in some other way. So, all right, brother, yeah. hang on for me. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Great episode. Great conversation. Great interview. Make sure you subscribe, download, grab the next ones in line and get ready to get set up because Mike and I will be back on the air soon with a lot more.